Welcome, sisters, to our new moon circle today. Ooh, it's going to be a good one. Mm, thank you for all of you who are here, whatever it took to arrive into the space today. I've got a little bit of a cold, so it's definitely taken me something but I'm very happy to be here. Mm. <sighs> so mm, we get to create this safe and sacred container today to look at recent events see how we're feeling, move some energy and step into purpose and feeling empowered. So we're going to start with a grounding meditation. If you're here for the first time, I'm going to guide you through some of our things that we do here at Sistership Circle. So if you can put your video on if possible so we can see you even if you're no makeup or in your pajamas or maybe you're still eating lunch I was just finishing mine up it's all good but we request that you reveal your beautiful face here mm, thank you all right, so placing your feet on the ground, if that is possible, closing your eyes, taking a deep breath in, and with your exhale coming into your body and feeling your sit bones in your seat. Perhaps you'd like to rock back and forth to become present to your seat, becoming oriented to where you are right now, feeling the floor, feeling the seat. Perhaps you'd like to feel your legs just to really come into your body, come into the space. And another deep inhale. And exhale, feel yourself energetically arriving into our virtual global sister, that sistership circle. Mm. And feeling yourself dropping into the space. And then imagining a golden thread of light coming out of your heart 
And in your mind's eye, if you can see us all sitting together in a circle, <coughs> and imagining that golden thread of light starting to go to the right, connecting you to the sister next to you, and then continuing so we're all connected starting to feel the energy of your sisters gathering with you here today this perfect configuration to create this unique circle that is only happening once this configuration of these women will only be here once together and the power of us coming together, who we have called in as mirrors of ourselves, both light and dark. <clears throat> so feeling the connection and the weaving that's starting to happen as I read you our invocation. I welcome you as a member for this gathering. I open the circle to share space with you and honor your truth. I hold you as a member today of our sacred space. This is my gift to you. You belong. I am your sister who sees your power and your truth as a leader. I feel and honor your heart. I accept you for who you are and who you are not. Thank you for showing up in this world and today in this circle. Put down your sword, my sweet sister, for I have come to hold your hand. Release your shield, my dear friend, for I now support you safe in my arms. Speak to me, dear one, whispering, shouting, dancing your heart's deepest desires. Cry with me as we again hold each other, swamping in the face of our pain and fears. Illuminate your brilliance, my beautiful goddess, reflecting like the full moon, the sun's explicit offering. Allow me as you would a child the dreams that once danced in your night vision. Build with me, my sisters. We roll up our sleeves and dig deep into the fertile soil of our collective good, co-creating together balance, harmony, and peace on earth. A new world of divine feminine leadership. Breathing that in. Ah, and slowly opening your eyes and looking around at the beautiful sisters gathered here today. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Some of you might know each other. <laughs> We're going to do what's called our stitch. <clears throat> For those of you who have never been here before, hopefully you brought a candle. If not, if you want to grab one or you could pretend. Sometimes I'm traveling. I don't have a candle, so you could pretend you have one. And what we're going to do is we're going to go around in each woman popcorn style so just when you feel compelled to go next and just starting to feel the energy of when's the perfect time for you to go um and if two women go at the same time just one go one decide to go first and the other go second yeah. but you'll light your candle state your name where you're calling in from whether you're new here or you're an old timer. <laughs> um, and one word intention for today. So Tanya, calling from Costa Rica. I'm an old, old timer here. 
and my word is um, healing. Whoever's next, go for it. My name is Tyra calling in from the USA. Uh, I am sort of like an old timer, but sort of not. Um, and I am bringing love. We could call you a baby old timer. How about that? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, who else is here? I'm Melva. Melva. I'm coming in from um, Pennsylvania in the USA. And I'm coming in with um, hope. I'm Swathi from Atlanta, Georgia. I am uh, first time here. I'm glad to be here. My intention is release. I'm Christine Marie, and I am in North Carolina in the U.S., and I am not really an old-timer, although I did certify several years ago, and I'm just kind of reactivating my business and going into doing circles. My word welcome today is back. reconnect. Yay, welcome back. So good to see you. Sisters, I'm Sandra. I'm coming in from sunny San Diego, California. I am bringing in acceptance. I'm Lisa from Crested Butte, Colorado, and um, it's my first time in your this your circle here. So thank you. Um, and I'm bringing. On this new moon in Cancer, I'm bringing flow. It's my intention. Um, Karen, I'm um, calling in from Northamptonshire in the UK. Um, I don't know, I'd classify myself as an old timer, but I am part of Sistership Circle. Um, and my intention for today is understanding. Hi, I am Katja. I'm calling in from Denmark, and I am, I've been uh, in the facilitator tribe for one year. I don't know if that is old or new, newer. <laughs> and my intention is um, expression. Hello, everyone. My name is Eileen. I'm calling in from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I, I've been here a couple times before and I am bringing in peace. I'm Morgan. I'm from Vancouver, Canada. Uh, first time for the facilitator tribe moon circle. So it's, it's nice to be able to, and it's nice to be able to do this during the day. Um, my uh, word is focus. I'm Anna calling in uh, from Germany. I'm um, not new, but I'm not old <laughs> either. And um, my intention for today is change. 
I'm Pamela. I'm calling from North Dakota, and I my intention is clarity. Ooh, I love that. I'm Terry from Detroit, Michigan, and this is my first time in one of the circles, although I've been following Tanya for years. I love your work. And my intention for today is compassionate commitment. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hi there, I'm Letizia calling in from St. Paul, Minnesota. This is my second sistership circle. I, my first one was the one on Friday uh, and I enjoyed that very much. Uh, so it's good to see you, Tanya, Tyra, Pamela, Eileen, uh, maybe others view from that day. Um, and I bring uh, a bit of tenderness today. I have my battery candle. <laughs> Perfect. I am Stephanie. Hello, I'm I calling in. Oh. Go ahead, Stephanie. Oh, sorry. I'm Stephanie. I'm calling in from Florida and I'm bringing um, teamwork. Hello, I am Tanya. I'm calling from uh, Ontario, Canada, and I am bringing contentment. And uh, I'm pretty new here, and that's all. I think we got almost everyone. Catherine, welcome. Thank you. I'm Katrina Starr coming from Tucson, Arizona and bringing um, open-hearted excitement for possibilities. Beautiful. And we got, this is the Tanya call. There's three of us, all with different spelling. Tanya, who just joined us, Tanya Duff. Hello, sister. You have joined the Tanya call. There's three of us. Does this ever happen? Never, ever, ever. <laughs> so sister, we're gonna have you stitch in. So if you have a candle, light your candle and then share your name, where you're calling in from and uh, one word intention and whether you're new here. And same with you, Buckley, you'll go next. So go ahead. We hear you. Uh, I am Tanya Duff. I am chiming in from Las Vegas, Nevada. I bring value. I bring value. I am I am not new, but I'm recent to Sistership Circle. And um, my intention that I bring with me today is to continue to be open-minded for clarity in these uncertain times. Beautiful, and Buckley, welcome sister. Name, where are Hi. you from? One word intention. 
light a candle and, and you're new. So just, uh, Hi. yeah. Um, I'm Liberty. I'm in South Carolina and I am new to this circle, but not to all circles. And I, my intention is to actually, it was having a hard time bringing it into one word, but basically I want to widen my perspective. So maybe opening or um, expansion, either of those could be good. And then um, in terms of, yeah, so I'm bringing opening or expansion and then my hope or my goal is to um, work on balance and holding space for people who have different opinions than mine. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, welcome, welcome, sisters. Thanks for being here. So we are in the new moon of Cancer, the crab, and this moon in Cancer. I love this from, um, oh, what is her name? Christy Gallagher. The moon in cancer removes the crab-like shell that we often build around ourselves to try to protect us from fear, failure, intimacy, and love. She will show you where you've closed off your heart to yourself, your life, and your dreams. So we're in that energy of cancer. And as you saw today, we are having a conversation, weaving in the recent events of returning of Roe vs. Wade on Friday. And our intention here is to create safe space for us to just share whatever's on our heart, be seen, be heard by our sisters, a place of no judgment. No one's going to cancel you here. And then we'll do some movement and look at well what's yours to do and create a new moon intention as well of feeling empowered to step into the next 28 days until the next new moon so just a, a few agreements here is that we are creating a judgment-free zone and that all of you is welcome. We have full permission in this container to be vulnerable, to express ourselves, to uh, be our authentic selves, makeup or no makeup, tears or smiles. And, um, and we're not intentionally trying to hurt one another. So if I have an agreement, say yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Great. Um, we have what's called the beam here. So we don't um, give feedback to one another. And the beam is like this. And this is basically a way of after a woman shares that we let her know that we see her and we hear her and we, we got it. And after your share, it's best to say something like, I'm complete. That's it. And then you receive the beam with open hands, open arms, not beaming back, because that's like a deflection of, ah, hold 
this energy coming towards me. So just opening yourself to receive that acknowledgement. This is something that, you know, we just don't do in our culture. We shrink back. We want to hide, get embarrassed, or we deflect versus really receiving the acknowledgement from our sisters, the celebration. Um, We also have a timer during the shares so that we all have equal time. So you will hear the timer go off, but then I will also do the rainbow light so that you can hopefully see that your time is up. Sometimes you can't hear it. And that means it's just time to wrap up your share. Uh, You don't have to cut yourself off right then, but you know, maybe close off the the sentence, okay? And if I feel like you didn't hear it, um, which sometimes happens, then I'll just kind of gently let you know that your time ended. (sighs) Okay. Yes, agreement for all that. Creating our container today. Beautiful. Yay. (sighs) All right. And as I said in the beginning, I'm battling a cold right now. So showing up, doing the best I can. All right. We're going to start with a circle prompt. And I'm actually thinking that we can get into two groups to do this so that we all have time. And Miss Karen has been nominated as the leader of the second breakout. Yeah. Yep. Great. Okay. So I'm going to split it in half here. Oh. Hmm. We hold on. Recreate. There we go. All right, nine each. And okay, so Karen will be the timekeeper in room one. And so she will do the magic rainbow light. And um, our question today is simply what did the overturn of Roe versus Wade bring up for you? You could go as deep as you want with this question. Um, You can share how you're feeling, your experience, anything, anything, nothing is off the table here. Okay. We have lots of women sharing stories online. So whatever, whatever really wants to come through you. And maybe after hearing another sister share, you'll have something come up. Uh, Half the group will stay here with me. And here we go. How long have we got, Tanya? Oh, good question. Um, Let's do three three minutes or less each. Three minutes each. (sighs) Okay. So, sisters... Would anyone like to kick us off and go first? I'll start. Okay. Um, so um, 
the first thing I felt was complete and utter rage. Am, am I timing myself? Or are you keeping the timer for me? Okay. Uh, yeah, I felt complete and utter rage. And um, my whole body started hurting. Um, and it felt like I was caught up in a whirlwind. It was a lot of disbelief for me. I'm one of the ones who's been born. Well, I guess it was past two years after I was born, but the only conscious memory that I have of Roe v. Wade is that it was an effect. It's never been a question. If a woman wants an abortion, she can get one. She doesn't have to explain it, whatever. Um, it was interesting though. I had to get myself together because I had to be on the call um, on Friday. And it was even with Sistership Circle. And it was even more interesting because I was getting on <clears throat> to help. I had to like really focus my mind. And what I ended up telling myself was there's nothing better I could be doing in this moment than to be on this call with Sistership Circle. Otherwise I may have gone outside, busted windows, don't even know. I see why people kind of like, just like go crazy and just start tearing stuff up sometimes. Could have been my own car windows, maybe. I don't know. But I just felt so like it was like this primal energy unleashed my skin, everything. I was sore. I'm still a little bit like achy in my body from it. But being on that call helped me to know that the divine feminine is doing its thing in spite of everything that's happening. It was it was just like seeing the moon and the sun in the sky and I don't know. It, it was just like, I know everything is going to be okay. Um, but I'm pissed beyond measure. By the same token, I'm activated. And my position, because I'm a person of optimism, it's just how I am, is that um, my ancestors, they were able to keep their eye on the prize of freedom here in the United States. They never gave up. They remembered I was, I was on the way. And so um, they, no matter how many generations it took, African-Americans, they always believed they were going to get free and do whatever they had to. There was a time when Roe v. Wade wasn't in existence. It is in existence now. And so we already have a path forward from several different perspectives on getting our rights back as women. And so at this point, I'm pissed and activated. <laughs> um, but one of the ladies, I just finished the How the Lead Circle certification before Roe v. Wade was passed, the day before. And one of the ladies in my circle said, the best thing I can do for society right now, this is a, okay, this is a very synopsis of it. Best thing I can do, whole circles. That's where I'm, that's where I'm drilling myself down and I am complete. Who'd like to go next? I'll go ahead and jump in. Mm. Hello, sisters. Um, I've been having, yeah manifestation of an inability to express myself. Uh, I used to very much struggle with migraines and um, they're back. <laughs> um, and it just, I am a mother of daughters. Um, and I also um, 
have had to make a very hard decision in, in my youth. Um, so I am very conflicted. Um, and being in San Diego, I'm a border state. So the fear of young girls not having a safe place and crossing international borders to receive medical care, um, there's a risk factor. Um, and I, I know how many of my comparison is, you know, the, I have a lot of friends that go and get dental care, you know, so I'm, I understand that we do this to get our teeth done. <laughs> um, so that's where I've been. Um, and I, 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 I've already reached out. I have like an NLP coach. Cause I'm like, I need to do a parts integration. I have a part of me that can't settle with the other part of me. And the only way that I know how to do that um, is through a parts integration. So like, I'm, I'm like trying to just be in the space that I'm at and know that that is later in this week, I'll get the opportunity to meet with her and, and she can, we can do that magic um, and I can have that freedom. But um, I really just am trying to stay in a place of acceptance and non-judgment and know that um, this is an opportunity to find compassion and to create that safe space. So yeah, I feel really, really blessed that I'm able to be held in circle and um, have a safe space to come and to, to release and to know that that's exactly what this is. And it, it puts that fire in my heart even more. There's even more purpose. There's even more desire to, you know, I'm seeing it all over, all over my Facebook. Everybody's just divided and divide and conquer and prove their point and needing the moment to express. And we get the opportunity to say, hey, I've got a place for you to put it down. And um, so, yeah, I'm waiting for this migraine to be gone <laughs> and hopeful that just in the release that I can, every little bit that I get to let out is just that energy getting out. So um, I am complete. Thank you for letting me um, go in the bucket. I'm gonna jump in there. Um, my name is Swati, I'm from Georgia. Um, one of the red states. I I feel like I'm still shell shocked. Um, this disbelief it can kind of feel frozen. And I recently got married about six months, and you know my husband and I were talking about possibly having a child together. Um, he has uh, a son from a previous marriage, five years old, and you know I'll be forty two soon. And so it's a very you know kind of a crucial conversation to have. And now I feel like that choice has been made for me. Um, I, I'm not brave enough to take that risk at this age. It sucks, it hurts. And that's, that's where I am. Thank you. I'm done. Yeah. Let's all take a deep breath with our sister here. Oh. Thank you. 
I'll go next. Um, when the decision came in, I was totally breathless. I, um, I have my own story of what I experienced when I was young and my great grandmother died from a self-performed abortion. Uh, she, her first husband had died. She was, um, she remarried, she had four daughters and she found herself pregnant in a coal miner town and she performed an abortion on herself and died from blood poisoning. And what I felt was her presence saying, can I swear? Are you fucking kidding me? How is this possible? And then I saw my daughter and my granddaughters and what they may have to live through. So when I shared my words of a commitment of compassion, yes, I want to see both sides. I have hope that there is a resolution. I don't know what that is, but I'm willing to do whatever is in my power to bring that resolution about and to see women all over the world. I posted a quote from the Dalai Lama 10 years ago. He said, the Western woman will save the world. And I feel like this is our call to save the world, to save every woman. And I'm so grateful that you provide this space for us to feel safe and, and be heard. Because even my husband, when I was venting to him, um, it came circle back to what he was feeling. And I'm like, you know what? You don't, you don't get to do that right now. You need to just listen to me. And I might be a fucking hot mess for the whole weekend, for a whole year, and you need to just listen. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Terry. Let's all take a deep breath with our sister. Thank you. I can go next. I'm in Europe, so I'm not directly involved in this or touched by it, but I am really touched by it because as a woman, I really feel that this concerns all of us. And I feel like it's really an attack on our bodies and on our integrity as women and our, um, I mean, it's our bodies. We are the ones to decide over our bodies, not some laws and it's like it's been like this for thousands and thousands of years that we as women do not have the right to decide over our bodies we are and it's not okay and it has to change and i know it's ridiculous but yesterday my thought was i wish that all the states that decide that this is not possible anymore that all the women just leave i mean how, what will they do without women <laughs> i mean when will we as women be respected as we are goddesses i mean 
without us, there will be no human. And yeah, that's, that was my thoughts yesterday. And I was, I really feel sad and I feel angry and I really feel with all of you. And I hope that things will change and I'm sure they will. And I also feel that circle is really necessary and we need to stand together as women and not only in our countries, but in the whole world, because women are being mistreated all over the planet and it has to stop. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Oh, we can keep doing the breath after every share. So let's take a deep breath in. Oh. I'm Lisa. Um, so thank you for all the shares. Um, I, I echo all the disbelief, sadness, anger. Um, for me, it came, it was very visceral. I just cried for a very long time. Um, and I still am. <laughs> and that's okay too. I'm, I feel like I'm grieving and I'm ready though to get fired up. That's not, you know, there's no, um, that's not blocked because I'm grieving right now. I'm just processing. But I also, I have, I have in Colorado, right? And some of the men try, they're trying, I feel. I'm trying to realize they're trying, right? So they're like, well, Colorado, you're safe. And it's okay, but if my sisters aren't safe in Georgia or any other state, then we aren't safe. And although I want to provide a safe container, and I've, I have two college-age daughters who are raging, which makes my heart swell because I'm like, they're going to take action. They're going to take action. But I'm also like, it hurts that, and they need outlets too. And I'm just trying to listen right now, hear them because they're young. You know, they're, they're like prime age for this to be really affecting them and all of their friends. And I feel a little bit at a loss on how to guide them besides the marches and the uh, moves we can make online. I don't have the answers. But I feel like if we come together, we'll find them. And um, I'm a yogi. I, I do a lot of work. I'm also a cancer. So this is my moon and I'm total moon child. <laughs> like, you know, all the emotions. Um, but I did a retreat recently. I do shamanic journeying and I did a Kali, the goddess Kali. If you guys are familiar with her, she's a dark goddess and she, she slices through fear. And I did that very recently. And I feel like I didn't even realize the timing was so important, but I need to draw on that strength of Kali and collectively draw on that strength of Kali to get through this and find a solution. Cause there is one, like you all were saying, there's optimism, there's hope. There is, we have to believe that. And we also have to take action to make it happen. So I'm 
I'm processing their, uh, uh, this big move to suppress us and our, our power. And I also, I am holding some fear on what this actually needs for other things. I, I can't help that. I'm trying not to, but that's where I'm at. Thank you. Let's take a deep breath, our sister. Oh. Hi there. Um, I'm feel I echo where everyone's at completely. I'm also just feeling really betrayed um, and kind of and very helpless about all this. Um, I am in that age range where it does impact directly. And I have been on the streets marching for the past six years on this stuff. And it's just felt like, I mean, I, I tr I've been trying to think to myself, like, you know, maybe it would be worse if it wasn't for all that, you know, for all that marching we already did and all that, you know, other, act act other forms of activism and volunteer you know, volunteering it, that sort of thing. But it, I'm now I'm just burned out. Like mm -hmm. now I'm just like, I can't even get into it right now. I'm also in the middle of a move. Like they're like, I mean, I'm in uh, three grad school classes. So I'm like, I, I can't, I just like, that's where I'm at. And I just, in that betrayal piece, I'm not even going to mention like the figures involved in that decision. It's more of this sense of like, it felt so like 10 years ago, I was on study abroad uh, in Ireland, where at a time where they did not have abortion uh, as a federal right. And we we did. And I was like, oh, well, I move here. I love Ireland, but they don't have that. And, you know, I, so now it's like and I don't want to leave here because I still I, I don't want to give up here. And I, and I love where I am. I love being here, but it's just, it's just this kind of a uh, spiral of like, what do you do when you don't have the stamina to, to be present in the ways you always have been in that like very active way. So I'm kind of in this place of like finding alternatives where can I help in different ways? Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of, some self-care, big time. Hmm. So I'll take a breath with our sister. A breath for self-care. I'd go next. Um, this, this, the, the sharings have really brought a whole nother level of emotion up um, and remembrance. Um, so when I had heard Friday morning, I heard from my boyfriend who tracks these things. I was angry. I felt hopeless. I was um, yeah, re really pissed and helpless and it's like so glad for the event on Friday. Um, and I, 
it's like such a deep memory in a sense. I remember as a young girl hearing the stories of women dying and that fear as I became a teenager and until, until Raid passed and then there was, and we could get, you know, I was grateful we had birth control when I was, it's, uh, and then I, I did get to hear uh, years later, the woman who, um, the lawyer who did that case and she was early lawyer and it was all of a sudden she's in the Supreme Court doing this case. It was an amazing story to hear her talk about that experience and then the impact that um, has happened. I think it was in the 80, late 80s, I heard her speak. And I have daughters and I have three granddaughters. Who, you know, we all trust they're gonna be fine. And yet it's like, oh my gosh. You, yeah, there's so, um, staying open to the other points of view, it's like, they have never stayed open to the other point of view. And this is what has happened. And um, so I honor those who have been out actively marching for years. And um, I hold the intention and the focus, you know, this next election is so important. Um, and um, what was it? Action without violence, you know, some of what we, talked about on Friday. It's like circles are so important and um, having the place to experience this. So it's not a head thing, but it is even more in the body. Um, and um, claim, yeah, claiming our voice. When I first heard the Dalai Lama's thing, it's like, yeah, but first we have to claim ourselves and our voice and speak up because we have freedoms, but have no voice. And so holding our voice is so important. Thank you. Let's take a breath with our sister. Oh, oh and I'll go next. Um, feeling very emotional. I'm also feeling really exhausted. Just feeling into the heaviness of this. Um, and the 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 fight i think is is what's i'm very present to um i think i've been through every emotion here well not every but from sadness to rage to frustration to numbness uh and yeah, it's just so 
mind boggling, but I think it's like, how the fuck are we going to really shift this imbalance of power? Like it's just so aggravating that it's like the power of the world is in these the hands of these wealthy few and and yeah it's like this is part of the reason why I came here to Costa Rica is I'm fucking done with U.S. politics (laughs) and I thank god we have the internet that I can still make change and still make an impact and, and actually be out of the energy of that. But um, I mean, yeah, is that what it's gonna take? I mean, of every, every woman and, and, and there's the thing, it's like, is every woman awake to her power? So that's what it, for me, that's what it comes down to. It keeps coming down to, we gotta do the inner work. The more we do the inner work, the more women do the inner work, the more that we'll, the more that we come together in sisterhood, that's the only way that really we can start to shift this imbalance of power. It's just, yeah. And, and then all the women who just uphold this, I mean, that's what is, you know, the, the women who are not awake and are just so entrapped and in, in, in living, you know, upholding the men, the, 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 the patriarchy and oh god so yeah it just feels like a total mind fuck that's happening and it feels like it's so much bigger just than this piece so that's what um i keep going back to there's there's something bigger at play here that we have to be conscious of I'm complete. Oh. Mm. <sighs> Who else? Tanya, Leela, want to share? So I have a lot to say, but I don't know how I feel about it all being recorded. I can pause it. So with the recording, it goes only to the registered participants. It's not public. And it's like, what is this part of you that's not wanting that to be received by your sisters? Because what you just said, Tanya, could if a woman on the recording heard that and she's a counselor, right? Maybe she then, that's a ripple effect, right? So it's like where we are holding ourselves back from speaking our truth and not having that go out there into the world where we never know how we're going to impact and contribute. Because this piece around like the counseling is just wow, I didn't even think of that, right? And so it's like, now my mind is expanded of, that is an incredible contribution 
that you just created into the space. So I get it and I honor like, yeah, it felt vulnerable. You didn't want to share that piece about yourself. And that is what we actually need to do is start getting vocal, <laughs> start getting visible, start getting vocal. Um, and so we can't, it's through our pain that we then find our purpose. So I'm just inviting all of us into that of where we are um, afraid to get public, afraid to get visible with our truth. And with that, we still have another. Leela, would you like was, to share? It was more about my daughter's. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, Leela, would you like to share? I know you didn't get a chance. Was that Tanya speaking out? She said about it's still about my daughter's. Um, if you'd like to share how you've been feeling. We could create the space for you now, even though the other group's back, it's okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. I was just, now when you said my name and then was that uh, Tanya who was sharing before that, who said it's about my daughters. Uh, I, I was just, I, I just wanted to say, if you want to speak, maybe you go first and then I'll, because it sounded like she wanted to say something. Um, I think she's complete. She's on mute. Okay. 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 Um, and uh, well, I um, I think I miscalculated the time, and when I put mm. the, the to to check the time last night, it the figure in my mind was half an hour later than it was, and it's very late now. I mean, it's twelve thirty. I also feel exhausted. Uh, but I also feel excited because uh, it, I wasn't sure I would be able to join the circle. It, there was like a lot happened there. Like I got home just half an hour before now. Uh, and uh, I did light my candle and I, I do feel excited. I'm going to show you my candle. It's beautiful. It smells amazing. It has jasmine in it. And, uh, um, I feel excited to join the circle with Tanya. I, I joined somehow by mistake yesterday, last night around the same time. And I, I was like, it's been about a year since I got to know about sistership circle. And uh, there was this, this um, curiosity about being in circle with Tanya, which I, uh, which didn't happen for me. So I felt excited. I feel excited to, to be here. And I don't know really what the question was. Uh, I read in the email with the invitation that, so I roughly have an understanding. Um, very roughly there. How you're feeling? Really how you, you got you got less than a minute. Left, so how are you feeling about Roe v. Wade? I'm going to say sorry, and I have a problem with connection. So I heard only parts of what you said. You said, how are you feeling? You got less than a minute, and then? How are you feeling about the overturning of Roe v. Wade? So 
So what I'm also going to say, I am uh, calling from India. I am in Goa, in India, where I live now. And honestly, girls, I don't really know what happened. Um, okay. All right. Uh, well, thank you. That's, um, yeah, that's the time up. Um, so thank you, sister, just for being here. We'll beam you. Yeah. Hmm. All right, sisters, we're going to move into a song right now. I like to get up and move and start. I am a woman. Holy Spirit 
sisters. Hmm. So on Friday, we talked about how the patriarchy is not something outside of ourselves. It's actually something within. And that we all uphold it consciously or unconsciously. And it's so critical that we, as leaders, as the women who get the power of circle, that we do the work and that we are the living embodiment of the divine feminine to continue to impact, to ripple out to other women. Ah, I heard a quote and I'm paraphrasing because I couldn't find it again today. But essentially it was whatever part of you that is being suppressed or ignored or like shoved under the rug internally becomes an event externally. And I think one of the greatest things, the best things that we can do, it always just starts with ourselves, right? We get to be the change that we seek, that we wish to see in the world. How is this event an external reflection of a part of me? How is this overturning that is so shell shocking, that is like, but it has nothing to do with me. How is it, if we really could look and really just call ourselves out on what part of you, what shadow aspect of you, is this a reflection of? What is this, what is this showing you in your internal state? So for me, I'll go first, and then whoever else would like to share. Um, It's the place within me that listens to the authority outside of myself. And I can even see this in a power dynamic between me and my husband. And where sometimes in his stubbornness, he gets what he wants and I don't. Or my needs are not taken into consideration or my point of view doesn't matter. It's that part of me that doesn't quite trust, still doesn't fully own my inner authority. 
And where sometimes then I feel powerless or trapped in my marriage. Now, this is not saying like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I have an amazing power partnership with my husband. And then there's those times when I feel trapped and then I have no choice, but just stay in this marriage. And I forget I have a choice. So that's for me. What else? Thank you. Yeah. So gross. Okay, next. So for me, it's um, looking for uh, external approval. Approval from my husband, approval from my dad, approval from anybody. Instead of actually, I'm enough, I approve of what I do, I know I'm enough, I know I'm doing what I need to be doing, what I want to be doing, and I know, and I can trace it back, I think it's probably always been there being maybe you know trying to be the good girl or the daddy's girl or whatever um and then I went off to university thinking I was smashing it to the patriarchy because I was going to be an engineer and at those times no other girls were going to do engineering in my in my year and there was me I was paving the way hated every minute of it and why did I want to be an engineer because my dad was an engineer So I was all the while thinking, it's taken me a while to realize this, maybe even just going through circle, but thinking I was doing one thing and in actual fact, it was the complete flip side and I was doing the complete reverse of what I thought I was doing. So that's how we, and I still find myself doing it now. You know, I haven't told my parents about all my circle because I don't want disapproval. So that's a prime example of not speaking my truth because of my belief that I won't be approved of. So yeah, that's me, thank you. Thank you, Karen. (sighs) Who else? All right, I'm ready to pop in. Um, All right, Sandra. This hit me. Um, It's the hurt little girl who is unwilling to accept a mother's comfort. Like for me, what does, what is the shadow self that this is bringing up? It's, it's that. It's I, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do and I'm not gonna let you comfort my hurt. And that was really weird. It's a weird thing to come up. Thank you, I'm complete. I um I put in complacency, I think with Roe v. Wade and a lot of other things, I think I just took for granted that it's something we're gonna have forever. And I never questioned the rights and the freedoms and internal or external. I just assumed that they would it, it's here, it's gonna last. And this has kind of brought that to the forefront that maybe you know to to, to look at everything again and to maybe not take things for granted and maybe our fight is never over. Thank you.
Let's get into a paired share so we can make sure everyone gets a chance to share. So, um, Oh, I need to recreate this. Okay. All right. Um, some of you have already shared. And um, oh, you have been together. So let's move. Let's do a switch here. Okay, sisters. Um, two minutes each or less. And then when you're done with your shares, just come back to the main room, just exit your breakout. Okay, here we go. How is this a aspect of you? Lisa and Eileen are here with me. Would like to go first. I'll go. I'm battling a cold right now. <coughs> yeah, me too. I keep coughing and sneezing and everything. Um, again, it's it's more so of just a freedom thing, right? That part inside of me that longs to be free, to have freedom. And then I see something like this happen and I'm just like, okay, like there's, there's really no freedom, you know, like there's, it's, it's inside of you. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like having someone be able to govern over your every, what you want to do with yourself, you know, it, where's the freedom in that of me owning my own body, you know, so, but you know, it's just disgusting, but you know, what can you do? <laughs> I'm complete. <laughs> it's true. It's um, all the things that you just said about it being disgusting and stomping on our freedoms. There's so much truth in that. Um, and I, I, I re echo those words because I'm feeling that as well. Um, for me though, the shadow aspect, I think it, that comes up for me is my, um, any aspect of someone having power over my body and the anger that that brings forth and ultimately understanding that that anger boils down to at least in this situation, maybe always, I don't know, um, fear. The fear that someone else actually has the freaking power, which isn't even right in so many ways. And there's, there's so many places around the world where this is happening and it's wrong, but it's now happening to women across the US. And maybe I was naive to think as well that we had a stronger voice, that this wouldn't happen at this day and age. I've been to rallies recently marches hoping they wouldn't do this and yet they did um so that's that's where i'm at trying to look at this sense of powerlessness and find release the fear around it 
create a safe place for myself, my children, whoever I can. Thank you. Oh. Mm, closing the rooms. Oh. Welcome back. Morning. Oh, sorry. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one, blast off. The group is back. There we go. All right. Oh, so <clears throat> we lost some people. Did we lose some people? That's okay. Oh, there they all are. Okay. It was like, <laughs> so the work for us to do is to really examine this part of ourselves and work with it. So this actually started for me back in January, 2020 where I felt controlled and manipulated and I had no freedom and I had a lot of fear around it and it started coming up then. And then the whole year I had to work through that. Um, and it started actually with feeling like I didn't have much of a choice around educating my children. I did not want to put my children in public school. I did not feel like I had the capacity to homeschool and, um, and that was part of like coming down here and, and having an alternative education system. And I had to really look and see, is that actually the truth? Are they really taking our freedom away? And can we actually find the inner freedom first? And I go back to the book, A Man's Search for Meaning, yeah, of a man who was in the concentration camps during World War II, who found that inner freedom and was like, and he knew people were going to the ovens and he knew at any day he could be going too. And he's like, I am not going to give them that power over me. So in a way, it's like, can we actually confront our own death? Because that's the place of like finding that ultimate freedom. And that takes some really, really deep work. But that could be a practice of, can I find that sense of internal freedom 
that it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. Even if I'm in a concentration camp, I'm still free. It starts there because that then creates a seed of who you're being, your nervous system, your inner mindset, your inner landscape that then starts to ripple out and impact. That's how we start to see the external flip. Because right now, externally, we're not free. But can we find that first internally? So what is yours to do right now? This is a really important question of like, how can I make the most impact? And we don't want to compare that to anyone else. And we don't want to say, well, you should be doing this, right, to our sisters. And we should be fighting because like for, who is it, Leticia? Is she still here? She's burned out. She's done being on the front lines, right? It's like someone else take my spot, right? Like right now, that might not actually be your best contribution in this moment. That might change, right? So it's like looking at, I love the Sarah Jenks put a post up yesterday about cir circles of support. I'm the first circle. And maybe right now, what mine is to do is shift my internal landscape, is to find that internal freedom and go on my own healing, my hero's journey right now. The next circle of support is the family, your daughters, your grandchildren, like whoever that is, right? Like that's the next, it's the nucleus. And then out from there is community. And then out from there is national political. So we could start to work our way out to the circles. So it's like, but we got to start here first with ourselves doing this internal work and then working with the people in our family and then our community, right? And so we can ripple out it's like this support circle then spreads. So I also want to just presence Lema Gaboe. Did I talk about this? So I just did on, I maybe the last call, maybe yesterday's call, I don't know, somewhere. Mighty be thy power is the name of her book. She won Nobel Peace Prize in Liberia. And she was tired of the war happening there. And she gathered the sisterhood and they marched into the presidential building with the men having their meeting. We're like, we are not leaving until you men figure this out. So there is something about us gathering, um, but what does that actually like look like on a political level? Yeah, I mean, there's women like her that we can look to for hope and inspiration. Cause she did, they stopped the war. It was incredible. Highly recommend that book. So what's yours to do? Like, I know that what mine is to do is to continue to train women to lead women's circles. That's mine to do. What's yours to do? Um, Want to write into the chat? What feels like yours to do right now?
Yeah. So community. Start your women's circles up again. Yes. The more we gather, the more our sisterhood builds. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Yes. Beautiful. <coughs> All right. We're going to transition into creating a new moon intention. Because we have this beautiful energy to work with. And we have this beautiful community that we get to be witnessed in setting our intention. So if you think about the next 28 days, the next cycle until the new moon, what's your intention? Maybe there is a, um, I mean, Leticia just put hers in. <laughs> my intention is to be relaxed in my body or... Um, so it could be a declaration here. It could be an I am statement. A I will would be an action. So if you may want to write that down and then we're going to go and um, share it with a sister. So go ahead and write down your tension statement. Okay, I'm going to put us into pairs. And if you can share your declaration aloud to your sister, we're going to take like one minute each. Um, I think we can go right back into our same, uh, our same, our same groups. All right, Catherine and Pamela's leaving. All right, Eileen, you wanna go? Did you write? Oh, you're on mute. 
So the intention of um, setting for myself is to just start dancing again, start moving around. Um, I'm a dancer. I love to dance. I stopped dancing. I had this crazy dream one time. I was exercising and I laid down and I had this crazy dream that scared me like I don't know what. And I have not gotten up to dance again since I had that dream. Mm. Yeah. And even though what was revealed to me about that dream actually was about stuck energy being removed <clears throat> from my heart. Somewhere I programmed myself to thinking that that meant I was having a heart attack or was going to have one. And I didn't really realize that it stuck to me that way. So I have not got back up to start moving again um, since I had that dream. And that was earlier this year when that happened. Yeah, yeah, it freaked me out. <laughs> oh, now's the time, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's time for me to get up and start moving again. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <coughs> we both have colds. <laughs> oh, it's cough. My declaration is I am sovereign. Being in the ex- exploration this month, really embodying that um and I always have choice and there's a part of me that wants to merge and it's like that that piece with my husband of this power struggle and so what does it look like for me to be sovereign within my own body and relate to him from that place. Because there's that patriarchy, like dynamic that comes up when I go into that pattern and I'm not in my sovereignty. So as sovereign and whole, I then create partnership. Yeah. Ooh, actually, that's what it's going to be. Thank you. As sovereign and whole, I create partnership. Mm. all right let's let's type our statements into the chat it just wanted to let you know you put the the timer for the breakout rooms for 27 or like 30 minutes or something like that All right, sisters, go ahead and type yours into the chat. So we got to be witnessed as we said it out loud, and now we get to be witnessed by the whole group and reading each other's. Mm. What are you stepping into? So go ahead and type yours into the chat so we can be witnessed by everyone. We rise, humbly hearted rise. 
won't be divided right with spirit to guide us right in a hope in prayer we find ourselves here in hope in prayer everyone being silent witness to sisters all of the children rise elders with wisdom rise ancestors surround us So, for those of you who want to do a double header today, we've got a call about our collective heroine's journey coming up in half an hour. Yes, I call the great mother to show me the way. Hey, mama. Yes, recorded, recorded. Both of these calls are recorded. You'll receive the recording. And um, also, if you're interested in going on a journey into this unraveling of these conditioning and this, these limited beliefs and step into freedom, we got a program coming up. And if you want to book a call with me to talk about it and see how it can benefit you, there's my calendar link. So I would love to speak with any of you who want to have that conversation. And with that, we're going to unstitch and take a little break before going on. Today is a circle day. All right. So unstitching, uh, speaking your name and what you're taking from today. Tanya, empowerment. So go ahead and I leave and I'm taking hope with me. Mm. I'm Tyron, I'm taking hope. I'm Malva and I'm taking empowerment. 
I'm Swati and I'm taking freedom. I'm Anna and I'm taking empowerment. I'm Karen and I'm also taking hope. I am Katya and I'm taking empowerment. I'm Thiri and I'm taking faith. Go ahead. I'm Letizia and I'm taking hope and connection. Hmm. I'm Morgan and I'm taking fullness. I'm Liberty and I'm taking perspective. I'm Pamela and I'm taking inspiration. I am Catherine, I am taking renewal. All right, sisters, thank you. Thank you, thank you for just being in the space together, 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 together we're stronger. Yes, mm, big beams all around. <sighs> yes, I hear Leela. Yeah, how can we have the chat if we can? Um, oh, have the chat? Yeah. You want me to email it with the recording? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That would be lovely. Okay, we'll do that. And uh, I didn't say, I didn't unstitch and... Uh, okay, go I, ahead. You can now. Yeah. I'm not really sure I was trying to, to but the word came was blessing. All right, sisters, take care. See you soon. Mwah.